Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. going things are actually going going well unexpectedly really Um, yeah this time of of year is usually pretty rough for me yeah uh the time just changed so where we live it's you know 4 30 it is nighttime Uh um which really sucks so but i've been finding a way to really connect with my oldest son which is something we've talked about quite a bit. That's amazing. Um, I know Ed. Ed almost just jumped out of his I, I seat. I did, with yeah, because you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been I've been trying to find uh, ways to connect with him for a little while now, and been kind of striking out. Yeah, but lately I've really been able to find some some connection with him. Um, I went on a big hunting trip. Yeah, and he was there, and um, it, something shifted that day, and I'm not sure what it was because he and I didn't really spend any time together. Okay, but there was definitely a a, a shift. Um, that evening, we, my brother had left because he had come up the night before, and we left really early to go do the hunting, and then we got back, and he was going to go home. Uh, he lives a little over an hour away, so we got everything out of his truck, and, you know, he was heading home, and yeah. all of a sudden, I realized I didn't have my phone. So we oh, looked no. at where it is, you know, and it had he was, left already at that it point? It was like driving seventy something <laughs> miles an hour down the highway. So yeah, yeah. So I called him from my son's phone and I was like, you know, you have my phone in the car, where are you? Just pull over, I'll drive to wherever you are right. and pick it up. So um so he's like, Okay, I'll I'll get off the highway and I'll let you know. And I'm like, Well, how are you gonna let me know? I don't have a phone. So I said to my son, I'm like, well, you can either let me take your phone or you can come with me with your phone. Right. And he's like, oh, I'll go with you, which was very shocking. That's amazing. With. You are wicked animated today. I, I know. Well, I'm so yeah. scared. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, Sorry, so, I'll tone it down. So, so, um, so, yeah, I mean, he chose to go with me for the ride down there, which was really cool because i totally expected him to just be like i'll take take my phone phone, whatever yeah yeah. but i mean we had probably the most fun i think we've had in the last two years 
on that car ride. Really? Yeah. And it was just, he was really open and talkative and I was really talkative and really open. And there's this, um, I, I, I've been told before that I could probably be a comedian if I wanted to be. Yep. yep. I just have this way of kind of, uh, articulating experiences that sometimes people find funny. So we were talking about the show that my, wife has me watching Mm -hmm. and i say it that way because i would have bailed on this show episode three okay i would have given it three episodes to get better it is maybe i think it's the most poorly written show probably ever to air for multiple seasons there are five (laughs) seasons of this show I, I gotta know though what what what's the show in a in a in a dramatic moment mm-hmm. the dialogue is just everybody screams but like screams weird like doesn't just like ah oh, I'm afraid it's like because ah, I'm not using words right, right like it's it's in and it's just the makeup is awful you can see where they've just drawn on people with like magic marker for blood. You know, there's there's very little actual liquid. It's just like these lines on their faces. This with, is like the ultimate B-rated show. It's it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. And there are five seasons. Oh, my God. Now, we are in the last season, and it started to have somewhat of a story halfway <laughs> through season four. Okay. So legitimately the first entire two seasons have no story no background no character development just a mad woman running around killing things oh they have uh it's the name of the show is van helsing they I mean, have i've seen it but i've never like seen it like i, I, I yeah s- like you've seen it on netflix right yeah, yeah, yeah. but i've yeah, never no. actually watched it i mean it would be funny just to watch it to just see how ridiculous it is okay um but yeah, there, there's, there's just super crazy things like the, the main villain, mm-hmm. right? All of a sudden becomes healed from being a vampire and with zero transition goes from being like the main enemy to the main character's best friend. Oh, zero transition <laughs> at all. Really? Like you see him get changed. Yep. And then next season, they're like walking around, chumming, talking to each other like they've been <laughs> together forever. Okay. Um. So anyway, enough about the show. Yep. Right. Sorry. <laughs> but you know, I was I was telling him about this, and I was pretty animated, probably because I was fucking exhausted, and you right. know, and he was like giggling and laughing. It was just, it was a lot of fun. And then since then, um. He has he's been hunting before, but he really hasn't hunted. Right. Um, and I've been doing that with him this this season because he's really um really trying to get more into like outdoor stuff and not just video games and stuff like that, which yeah. I think is incredible. So like he fished a lot this summer. We talked about that. He, you know, 
uh, has been really into hunting. He wants to try ice fishing when that comes. He's actually going to do this big project for school on ice fishing. Yeah, he and I actually talked about that yeah. a little bit. And I'm like, you, you, but I thought like it's called a capstone project. Yeah, 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 and it has to be something they've never done, right? And he has never done and that part. He's never, yeah, he's never, he's never been ice fishing. Um, so. So that'll be fun, probably, this winter. I'm not sure how much of that I'm going to try to join in on. Right. So I am not a cold weather person. My and nephew. I live in negatives. <laughs> right. My nephew has been, has been like, he's all about the fishing and he's been, you know, getting me out there, which has been great. And I'm like, you know, fishing season is over. He's like, oh, but there's ice fishing. And I'm like, oh, fuck no. You yeah, know, right? for the same reason. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, but you'll get a heater and we'll get a little shack. I'm like, yeah, but you still have to go out into the cold. And yeah. I, I've done it before. I'm not I'm not a big fan. Yeah, me either. <laughs> me either. I just I mean, I've, I've done smelting before. That's fine. Um, you don't have to leave the shack for that. Except well, for that's to get the there thing. Get I mean, you you show up. <laughs> they've got it all set up for you already. They, you know, they've already started the wood stove in them. They all have their <laughs> Right. wood stoves like and yeah it's just a, a bunch of fun i would say yeah i mean that would be a fun thing to do together you know yeah so that's that's been a huge relief in some ways that's i awesome. mean even his his girlfriend has come over and um instead of just you know kind of being super quiet and running around like a mouse like which drives me nuts you know she's being herself is talkative more she's a really like she's got a a wicked potty mouth like i do yeah and for some reason like in my son's mind that kind of language is like a cardinal sin around our house and i have no idea why because i've never been able to successfully not swear right right um which is why we have the explicit right, right you know exactly. for the podcast so right? <laughs> i have no idea where this comes from other than you know maybe maybe my wife you know and and my my oldest son takes things so seriously. Yeah. You know, what is right versus what is wrong kind of. A th um, and I think that's just transitioned from that somehow. But but overall, I mean, it's been it's been really incredible to have that relationship back. That There's a awesome. lot less stress. Um, it doesn't feel as as overwhelming. I was like I was doing my therapy last week and I was talking to her about it and I was like, it's something has shifted. I don't know what it is, but something has definitely shifted. That's um, cool. Which has made everything else easier. Right, you know? right. It's made um, being able to go hunting with him and actually have him be open to not just learning, but to be open to not feeling as though it has to be perfect. You right. know what I mean? Like if he's out in the woods and, you know, he shoots at something and misses, like he's not all wound up about it or, you know, he's yeah. not having to come up with some reason versus just I shot and I missed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's he's more okay with that with hunting. Um I still he wants to go out with a friend. Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah no <laughs> not not quite yet no, i mean no. and he's only what he's no he just turned he's 17. 17 yeah 17. yeah he's 17 and honestly 
you know, if it, he's not who I'm concerned about. Right. It's the friend. I've never seen this friend handle a weapon. I have no idea, you know, what their safety skills are like. Right. Um, I'm, I'm super militant about the safety being on. I'm yeah. super militant about, you know, where they're pointing their weapons, how they're thinking about where they're going to point their weapons. Yep. Like, I, I frequently, well out and about in the woods you know will ask them you know is your safety on so that they're thinking about it even though it's not them thinking about it right but i do feel confident that if he's out in the woods he's going to be thinking is my safety yeah do you know what I mean? Yeah, it like, becomes a subconscious thing. Absolutely. Like my father drilled absolutely. that into me. I mean, I learned a lot from my father hunting what to do and sometimes what not to do. I mean, yeah. if you've experienced with him too, but, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> there are a couple of stories which are fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Like I mean, the fully automatic shotgun. The fully automatic shotgun. Which, which is was... hilarious. His, his dad had the shotgun <laughs> that every time he would fire, it would fire three at, three, a, three yep. at a time. It's, so I guess it wouldn't be a fully automatic. It would be what's called a tri-burst. But yeah, it would just, it would, it was a semi-automatic and it would reload and re-engage uh, the pin from the reverb of it. Right. Pushing out the the other shell. Right. So it was almost like it would just, you know, until it got tired, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's always a good story to tell. Yeah. Because, I mean, that is a great example of how a gun can very easily be unsafe when you don't expect it to be. Right. You know, I can't even tell you how many times your dad loaded that gun and just engaging the slide to put that shell in for the first one. Boom. Yep. <laughs> like, and that you was know? his favorite gun. So yeah. he used it all yeah. the time. I mean, it was. It, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I that that has been actually a really good story to kind of reiterate how yep. important it is, you know, because, um, I mean, your dad had been hunting probably 60 years, you know, <laughs> at least. Yeah. And that was it's it's just such a good example of how even somebody that's done this for so long can still have these things come up yep. and they're not necessarily user error. Right. It could just be something happens weird with the gun like you know and that's why you you have to be aware of it but so I'm, i am very militant about that and i offered to have him you know bring a friend over who he wants to hunt with and we'd go out shooting yep. like just to range shoot i mean not not necessarily hunt yeah but that uh, that would give me enough awareness of their safety around guns yeah yeah um so so that's something he he said he he was open to it. We were supposed to go the other day, but it ended up raining. It all was day. Yeah, right. I, yeah. So <laughs> um, so that was kind of a shit show. So we didn't do it that day. But it, overall, I just think it's super cool that he is even willing to do that. Yeah, you know where before it would have just been okay. No, like, but he is willing to have this friend. Come and do this with us so that i can know where his friend is at safety wise yeah and there isn't like a big thing about it right know? right he's it's not, not like it's not off-putting for him it's not right you know, exactly. he's not, getting the he's attitude not just giving up like right he's he wants to do this and i'm fine with him doing it because i mean <laughs> i told him like everyone that i've ever hunted with 
I've done this with. Like I've gone shooting with them, yeah. except for one person, and that's you. <laughs> that's true. And I was that's because for... <laughs> we hunted before we were his age. Well, that's true. Right. I we, mean, yeah, right. Together. I was sixteen. <laughs> yep. You know, and and so so I I talked to him about that. You know, like I I do this with everybody except for this person because I was too young to know to do that at that time. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I was that was in the more younger and dumber ages, but. I do. I mean, I won't. I will not go hunting with somebody that I haven't shot around, yeah. that I haven't already experienced, because I don't want to get shot. Well, that, you exactly. know, and yeah. so many people walking around out there with their safety off through the woods because they don't want to have to think about it if they're going to shoot something, right? And they freaking hit a branch on their trigger, and their gun goes off, Boom. and not necessarily fatalities, but I mean, people get hurt. Oh, There's yeah. Actually, I looked it up recently because I wanted to know, like, how many fatalities there are falling through the ice mm -hmm. versus hunting, right? Because, yeah, of course, cause yeah. I'm thinking about this for my kid. And uh, they were actually really both very low, which was kind of shocking to me. Like, very low. Like, within the three digits. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Annually. So. And that's, like, countrywide. Yeah. 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 From what I could find. Yeah. Um, there was very little data about the the ice thing. Yeah, much much more about hunt. But again, it was you know I think it was like two hundred and fifty or wow. Yeah, it wasn't that many fatalities, right? Not just injuries, but fatalities. Right. So so I was kind of shocked by that. But it's it's been cool to have him be able to see how successful hunting is. And for him to actually like buy into learning what is happening to make that happen, yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he's still very much at at a place where like he thinks it's cool. We went, he saw the deer, he shot the deer, like. But you know all the other stuff he really hasn't done yet, right? Like, the probably two weeks before actually deer hunting there walking around checking things out learning where things are yeah like talking to all the landowners around it like i've got a much larger property to hunt because i've been able to build these relationships with the people around the place where i already have permission to be right um <clears throat> so you know he, he isn't gotten there yet but this is the first year he's really hunted like for real for real other than like the the couple of annual trips yeah, yeah yeah i mean we we go bird hunting maybe once a year we haven't for the last two years so i mean the last time he went he was 14 yeah um and he probably went a couple times before that but yeah it's just it's been it's been really cool to be able to build a relationship in some ways around this hobby that I love. Yeah. I mean, I, I have never been as much of a hunter as I have been a shooter. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yep. Like I would, I would much rather go out and play range games or skeet shoot or stuff like that versus, you know, going and sitting in the cold for however many hours to get a deer. Um, and that's, that's actually part of why, like I, I do all that work ahead of time because right. I got my deer like two minutes after sunrise on the first day. <laughs> like, <Jesus. laughs> like, 
And I mean, I can get other ones because there's a huge issue with with does around here. Right, um, right. They're way too many. So I remember I, saying good luck. Yeah. <laughs> midday and you're like, oh, we already got two. And I'm like, what? Yeah, we did. We did. I got. And I thought I you were talking about, about turkeys, you know? No, <laughs> no, I got my deer about two minutes after sunrise on day one. And uh, my son got his about an hour and a half after sunrise. That's crazy. One. That's amazing. But that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a good spot. You yeah. know, we we knew the places to sit and wait. Yep. Um, like I didn't even get to sit. I I got it walking in. Um, so I was literally there for two minutes. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So he he isn't at all of that yet. Mm-hmm. He's at the spot where you know uh, how to walk around in the woods, like how to keep your gun safe, like that right. kind of stuff. So and he's at a place where he could go out with a friend, right? Right. And at his age, that's where I was, too. You know, I, mean, I had yeah. learned the gun safety stuff, but my father hadn't gotten into the whole, you know. If you shoot an animal that size, it isn't potentially going to just lay down. Right. Like the one that I did did because I, you know, hit it in a way that made it so it couldn't move further. Right. Um, but my sons, I mean, he, he had a, he had a, he had a perfect shot. He hit, you know, right through the lungs and right above the aorta, wow. which means that that heart just was cut off. Right. It doesn't work anymore. And his went about 12 feet, maybe 10 feet. So like, even with that, they can still run. Right. But, absolutely. Um, but I mean, they're really easy recoveries. So, I mean, it, it was a really great experience for him to have his first deer experience yeah yeah he may never get that again right you know or maybe (laughs) 20 years before he gets it again but it's one he'll talk about but it is his first time out for deer he got a deer and it didn't take long at all right so now he's into like trail cameras right like that (laughs) and you know he wants the big buck and i'm like dude you're gonna shoot the first deer you see and that's just how it is right you know, I mean, he has the, again, they've got, you can buy a doe permit for 12 bucks. Yeah. I mean, they're ridiculous in how many they're trying to, to get harvested so that we're having less accidents and other stuff like that. But so overall, I mean, the really good news is that we have found this way to bond where he is trusting me. That you know, cool. it's not just, it's not just that we're doing something together. Like he's trusting me to actually be part of that with him, yeah. Not just physically there with him, yeah. If that makes sense, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's really awesome. It is. It is. It was great. It was great. It was great. I did get a turkey. Oh, did you? I did get a turkey the last day of turkey season, and I cooked it. Yeah, smelt wonderful. Tasted awful. Really, because of the brine. I read this thing and because you have to you have to you're supposed to brine any kind of poultry. Right. So like when you when you shoot a partridge or when you shoot a turkey, you're supposed to. And I learned this from harvesting chicken. Yeah. Like you have to put them in a brine for a certain amount of time. And that way the meat really tenderizes. And becomes less stringy is yeah. what it really does. Um, so the brine, for some reason, like made it, it, it tasted like we were eating a salt block. Like it tasted oh. like there was nothing but salt. So I'm not sure what I did wrong there, but I, I read the recipe. It was an inner. 
um for you might have brine. to talk about that because i've done a lot of brining yeah for, for poultry specifically like goose which is also like a, a yeah, stringer goose meat is and a, so, and so yeah forth. yeah it, so. it was a one cup salt one cup sugar huh yeah and then any herbs you wanted to add. Right. And it did. It it was 72 hours I let it brine for. Yeah. Because um, that's supposed to be ideal. Um, and yeah, it was pure salt. Pure salt. Okay. Well, good to know that. Pure salt. <laughs> pure salt. But I mean, you could taste the turkey in there. Yeah. And it did taste like turkey. Right. You know, it didn't taste like a gamey turkey. It tasted like turkey. Yeah. Um, you know, it was falling apart. Like it wasn't really tough or anything like that. Um, it had also, I thought of your dad, it had also overcooked <laughs> pretty pretty significantly. Uh-huh. Um, so I mean it was it legitimately was inedible. We right. we had to do something else. I think we went out and got pizza. Or <laughs> right. <like that>. Um <laughs> So you tasted it, it was like, nope, this is not not gonna work. Yeah, I mean we tried. <laughs> you know, we had mashed potatoes there and I'm like, all right, maybe if I mix it in with all the stuff, like <laughs> and it just wasn't. It was not edible. But the breast you could get that turkey taste and not just the salt taste a little bit yeah and i would i would totally do it. yeah not that way the two recipes the brine recipe was a total fail and the slow cooker recipe was a total fail because i did what they both said um and yeah it was it was it was jerky tough <laughs> i mean it was bad it was bad. It was really bad. Well, your so. son said he wanted to make jerky, so this would be like the perfect opportunity. Yeah. You did it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's been the good thing for me lately. That's really awesome. It's time to strap in for this week's deep dive. So, I recently was hanging out with ed outside of outside in the real world and um <laughs> do we do that sometimes it's, every once in a while right um and it, it was it it was amazing to me to watch you interact with people mm -hmm. because like you would get done talking to somebody and you'd be all ramped up and you'd be right. like i just had this great conversation and right we talked for four hours and blah 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 you know what i mean like and I think of that, and I think of, like, if I had to talk to somebody that I didn't really have an interest or care, you know, that, like, wasn't part of my people. Yeah. For any length of time, that would, I, that would annoy the shit out of me. I would get, like, that would irritate me. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> why, why do you, why, I, I just, I don't, I don't. I'm not there. And it's funny because earlier in my life, mm -hmm. I was like that. You know, I was the, the guy that would, you know, go to the party and do all kinds of silly stuff. And like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really enjoyed partying and going to places like bars or yeah. concerts or stuff like that. And I feel like as I've gotten older, I've gone from being an extrovert. Yeah. To being an introvert where those types of things like I went to a casino um, two weeks ago. Okay. I just happened to be driving by and like there's this casino that I've never seen. 
I know about it. Right. But I've never actually seen it. And I happened to drive by it and I was like, shit, I'm going to go check it out. Like, I had 20 bucks. You Why know, not? it's not like I went and blew. 500 bucks you know yeah so i had 20 bucks and i went in there and i just kind of checked it out really you know i pulled a few pulled a few slots that kind of thing yeah and the noise and the people by the time i got done and 20 bucks doesn't last long no I was maybe in there for 20 minutes like right well that was that was good luck for you yeah. then because you know <laughs> I can I can piss away twenty bucks at a I casino found a good and like slot. I found a good slot. No. No. Uh, but you found a cheap slot is what yeah, happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they had lots of penning machines. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I so I come out and I'm like, I'm beat. I'm like, why am I feeling like this? Why am I so like? It's too much noise. There's too many people. There's like yeah. weird people. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like. And like, you didn't even interact with people necessarily. No, I mean, yeah, no. You know. I mean, I was just there. And then when we were at this event, I was watching you get kind of like amped up and getting all this energy. And I was mm-hmm. like remembering a time when I would feel that way. But frankly, just watching you was almost exhausting. Like thinking of the fact that that many, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I would, I, I went home and I was like, I was and i didn't interact with anybody <laughs> hardly like really i didn't interact with anybody hardly yeah but i could see you interacting with people and i could see all these people wanting to interact right and it was exhausting and i i think i've come to understand that you can be an introvert or an extrovert in one part of your life yeah. And then that that does change over time. Yeah. So I was curious, like I, I looked up a list and I'm not sure that I necessarily agree with this list. Um, It it seems to be I don't know. It, it just it, it seems to be a little less than than what I was hoping for. Um, But it, is this it, like an official list of of. Attributes yeah, like for... introvert versus extrovert kind of a thing. I wonder um, if they have a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I they probably do. They probably do. Sorry. Uh, yeah, just yeah. Um so it here's the list of extrovert qualities. Okay. Right. So now I'm interested cuz I always think of myself as an introvert or an ambivert, which is a newer term that yeah, you got to like, throw a third one in with yeah, the I know. So Come an, on. What, what's an ambivert? So an ambivert is somebody that in some parts of their life are introverts and in other parts of their life are extroverts. Oh, okay. You know, so it's it's a person or a person who can be an extrovert extrovert for a specific amount of time but then has to regress into that like self place, you know. Yeah. Um more so than like an introvert. That sounds more balanced, honestly. It, it, well, it does. It does. Um, and more realistic. Right. So there are parts of my life, like like so what you're talking about, like those parts of my life, some of it is masking. Like some of that is me just playing a role. Um, but some of it is I'm genuinely excited about yeah. talking about whatever we're talking about or, or catching up with somebody. But then I'll tell you, I want to be whoop into the into my covers under my covers cuddling with my kittens and like listening to music maybe shutting the world out yeah, yeah shutting that world out but so i'll be very so you do kind of do both i do kind of do both yeah. you know I, I do the extrovert thing and then i i will i think that sounds more more realistic of right. people like 
I mean, I don't, I don't know that. Well, maybe I, I think if you get me on the right topic, that's I probably talk. for and me. That's important. This is all reminding me of like what Kathy Drage said. Yeah, you know, is she doesn't, she's not a very like outgoing person unless you're talking but about the animal. If you community. put her about animals, <laughs> right. she's like right there. Yep, and she spends. God, almost every weekend going to fairs and and events and things like that. Just days and days of just talking to people. Yeah. Like, you know, and she can do it because it's about animals. Yeah. So that that feels way more balanced to me than, than these lists that I keep finding. So on the list, mm-hmm. um, it it's basically, it says an extrovert. Gains energy in social situations, which is kind of like what I'm saying that I was seeing you do. Right. Um, makes quick decisions. I've I don't I've don't think I've ever known you to make a quick decision. I, I, you're you're a very thoughtful methodical i have to like yeah the only exception to that is if it's within a specific boundary setting so like yeah. if I, as a chef everything is very boom 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 yeah yeah but yeah no yeah other than that you're always like is this the right answer kind mm-hmm. of thing so uh the other one is can be seen as outgoing and enthusiastic that i don't understand how that's really different from number one and this is only four four step lists, so oh wow, it, it okay. feels like they're really reaching on this one. Uh, and then the third one is thrives in team oriented work settings, which I I would say that's true for you. Yeah, I I do. I can't enjoy. think of you the the times that I can think of you working independently. You struggled. Yeah. But that was a very long time ago. Yeah. Like, well, and I still, str- and, and, and it's sort of like having those conversations. If it's something I'm interested in, yeah. you know, uh, cause I'll tell you truthfully, if it's a person that I'm just catching up with and I'm, I'm just talking and it gets to an ad nauseum level. And I, I, I use that word specifically. I don't have the ability to pull away because of my own issues my masks and i just keep talking and i just keep talking and and (laughs) and i fake it really well oh my gosh that happened oh i'm so excited for fuck you stop talking to me if any of my friends are listening to me this so sorry (laughs) (laughs) if but but look but look at the conversations we've had and and really see if i'm overacting because generally speaking i'm overacting at that point in time (laughs) right Um, right but the same thing with the with the with the um with the the tasks like i have a hard time doing ebay by myself right. i do i get moments where i'm like i will do all kinds of things and i'll do listings right. by well, myself you've said that you've used the term body doubling right? body doubling yeah when yeah. that's an adhd thing um and I, I think it's it's more than adhd thing but it is within the realm of adhd is if you have somebody that is in your presence you can do the task even if they are not even helping you do the task right they're just there right so like my sister would come and hang out she'd read she'd talk we'd whatever while i was doing this you know so that is something that would happen um but because of the adhd my brain will also get down lost these rabbit holes and i will complete a a a task a a project very quickly sometimes because it's interesting to me yeah. you know so i get my energy from that's the uh what is that hyper hyper fixation hyper fixation yeah yeah so i get my energy in in projects and um 
you know, and, and interactions be through the topic. If it's not a topic that I'm interested in, I, I might, I might have to fake it, but yeah. So if it's not something like I'm gung ho about and not hyper fixated on teams are the way to go because then I can take some pleasant tasks. I can take some unpleasant tasks and that camaraderie helps drive me. Yeah. Which is nice. The expectation of others. And the expectation of others will keep me accountable. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. That does make sense. So, um, so yeah, thrives in a team. That was the last one. So mm -hmm. introverts enjoy spending time alone. Now, I don't necessarily enjoy spending time alone. I feel like, like there's this song that I love that's like, you know, it, the lyrics are like, I would be fine being alone, but I don't want to be fine. You know what right. I mean? I want to be great and da, da 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 And that's how I feel about that. You know what I mean? I could I could live in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, probably with nobody around me, as long as I had internet. Right. Because then I could watch stuff on TV. I, I, could, I could disappear into TV world. And that very much for me comes from that childhood life of yeah. like ways to just check out. Yep. And disappear, you know. Um, but I would rather be around people. Now, I don't need to be interacting with those people. And that's where it gets a little weird, right? Yeah. Is like, I, it, and this is something that I really had to look at with my oldest and the issues that, that he and I have been having is like, when my birthday, this this last year he wanted to like go hang out with his girlfriend and i'm like no i want you to be home it's my birthday like yeah we're supposed to be doing stuff and we ended up not really doing anything but he ended up being at home and i thanked him i'm like you know i i really i know we didn't actually do anything but you being here felt good to me and i really appreciated that yeah and so that that's where it gets a little weird for me is like I don't necessarily want to be interacting with people. Yep. But I like to have my people close to me. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, so I you just opened up a world for me that I didn't even think about. You know, yeah. I've always thought of myself as an introvert because I do need that downtime. But I need that downtime and I'm fine during that downtime. To escape, you know, yeah. so I will watch TV, I will play video games, yeah. I will sleep, I will get lost in the internet, whatever it is, you yeah. know, um, and I, but I do enjoy being around people even if we're not doing anything, like, it's, or interacting, like, I go to, to uh, my friend Katie's house, and yeah. we will, we'll sit and we tandemly sit and play video games, you know, like, like she'll play her game. I'll play my game. We'll watch yeah. TV. We'll make dinner. We'll, you know, and we, we, there will be talk obviously, cause I'm there for the weekend and we'll, yeah. we'll talk. But a lot of what we do is just be in each other's presence. It's like being alone together. Yeah. You know, which. Yeah, exactly. I much more prefer that is not just being fine. Like that, the, the words of the, that, the song I think is, what is the name of the song? Do you happen to I'll remember? have to look it up. I'll okay. look it up. I'll look Cause it up. like that is really, now I'm interested in the rest of the song because that's really what it is. When I'm a home alone, I'm just fine, yeah. but I don't want to be fine, but I do want to be fine, but I don't want to be fine. You know right. what I mean? Fine is comfortable. Fine is, com but that's what it wanna, is. Yeah. Fine is comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I, 
I I avoid doing what you're doing mm-hmm. because for me that it just turns so dark so quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of escape and still function. Yep. I feel like if I start escaping, I literally get lost. Yeah. Like I get lost. Who I am gets lost. And I'm just, I just become this like blah. blah. Aspect yeah. Of person yeah. Of yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and I would struggle with that, but I mean, I can remember, um, there were times, actually, this would happen with you every once in a while. Um, you would, you were in between jobs and you'd stay at my house. Yeah. And those are probably my favorite times with you being around because you were doing your own thing. You were like trying to constantly be interacting, you know, you'd leave for the day or whatever you know what right, i mean yeah. like but you would be there i would, you would be just there, be might there. Be present yeah. like and it was cool it, and that's i i mean i've i think as i'm putting this together like i lived with friends i never i've never lived alone i've never lived without anybody else oh wow yeah oh my gosh you know i'm thinking about that i never have because i've known you since you were living with your mom and then no i never have i've never lived by myself and it's because i i get so much something soothing out of people just being around yeah you know and i've had roommates where we didn't interact i've had roommates where we did interact you know i've had roommates where we started interacting and then didn't interact you know but like it was it was comforting having just those people around, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. That's an, that's yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, so I think that's where I question. Like, I do enjoy spending time alone, but not actually alone. Yeah, like I enjoy being independent, but not alone. Right there, you go. And this is where I would be more of an introvert i have a hard time like katie is a very unique situation for me Mm -hmm. um i have a very hard time spending time right you've talked about that like you when you're quiet you're like should i be saying something like right yeah you know yeah yeah Hmm. absolutely okay what's the next one uh thanks before speaking and acting Oh, I never think before I speak and act. <laughs> I I think I would fall apart on this one. Yeah. Um, I think. See, you say that, but I think you I do would think. Yeah, I, was I think you overthink. So totally sarcastic. Okay, all right. Because I'm, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you definitely do this. Oh yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm much more impulsive. Yeah. Oh, like, you are. I'm much more, and that gets me in trouble all over the place. It can. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm much more impulsive. So that would be more of like the extrovert right side of it. So. I wonder if there's a version of extrovert that doesn't get excitable. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a thing? Because maybe that maybe that is what I am. Well, maybe we're both ambiverts. I, you know, I, I really maybe there isn't introverts and extroverts. Maybe they're all ambiverts or whatever. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, you can always reach out to us through our Facebook page at Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Follow us on Twitter at Stumbling. 
T-H-R-O-U-2. Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.